Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, well, it's a, it's a dark time in our world. Jeez. Um, uh, Hamas uh, from the, uh, well, what, what they call Palestine has launched an invasion, a brutal terror campaign in Israel uh, from the land, the sea, and even the air. Yeah. Um, killing at least 700. Nearly half of those were at a music festival um, where they just started gunning people down. And the videos, if you were on social media, particularly on Twitter or X or whatever, you saw in real time what was happening on the ground. Women being brutally raped and then rounded up and kidnapped or killed. Uh, Israeli soldiers who are on the front line trying to defend their nation, uh, having their uh, corpses desecrated by these animals in Hamas. You saw hostage taking. You saw the extremely ugly side of reality in that part of the world. And, you know, this seems to have caught everybody off guard, which is, I mean, that's a question for another day. Exactly how did... You know, when you're looking at Israel in particular, it's one of the best, if not the best, security apparatus in the world. Well, it has to be. Because, yes, out of necessity, it has to be. I mean, they have enemies all around them. This is a small country. Yeah. I mean, land-wise, yeah. Yeah, and and how did the U.S. miss it? Why is the U.S. bending over backwards to absolve Iran of any involvement in this? Where it's like the leaders of Hamas are saying, yeah, Iran helped you know, plan this entire operation. And our officials are, are like, well, there's no proof of that. Oh, God, that was, a, you know, that I'll tell you what, man, you just hit me where it hurts. Because I was yelling at my TV set again. This was the spin on all the network talking head shows. There's no evidence to indicate that blah, blah, you know, they, they're back to this game again. Yeah, no, no evidence despite stop the, it the dudes from Hamas saying yeah that's how it went down and now Hezbollah is coming in from the north trying to uh make this a two front war on the part of Israel it is absolutely brutal and it was uh put into perspective how devastating this is as if you need any more perspective on this entire thing but uh relatively if you adjust for yeah. populations yeah. If this were to be carried out at the same death rate in the United States of America, you'd be talking about 20,000 people dead. Yeah. And that is how devastating and ugly this was. And initially, part of our State Department said, hey, we hope Israel doesn't retaliate, okay? That which is nuts, too. And then they deleted the tweet, by the way, because well, they realized how dumb that was. God, this incompetent. His competence is so, so, 
scattered throughout this administration. Yeah. It's well, everywhere. Well, and then you've got the squad out there sort of with these mealy mouth statements of we're oh, horrified yeah. by this, but however, Israel doesn't need to make it worse and blah. No, no, no. The the analogy that comes to mind is you don't get to walk up to Conor McGregor, kick him in the nuts and then say, now let's not get out of hand here. Right. It doesn't work that way. No. I mean, right no. now, the people living in Gaza ought to be thanking God that their entire region is not a parking lot right now. Yeah. And the fact that it's not shows, to me, an incredible amount of restraint on the part of the Israelis. Now, we'll see what happens moving forward. More bombs are falling today. More missile attacks are happening today. And I, I, I just I thought it was unconscionable, although not surprising, how many places in America, especially you know progressive ideological strongholds like New York, like Seattle, where people were marching in the streets in favor of what happened to Israel. Yeah, yeah. These are people marching in the street saying it was good that a terrorist organization was liquidating Jews. Calling themselves democratic socialists, swastikas everywhere. You saw, I saw him, and it was on the what New York Post yeah. cover today. There it is. So, so then let let me ask: Is is the Biden White House and Justice Department going to start following these people like they did right with parents who were upset about whatever was going on in their school districts? I mean, where's the outcry from the use of a swastika? Well, well, right. I mean, where's MSNBC? Where's CNN? Where's the State Department? Where's the FBI? Where's anybody? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah, you're seeing media try to uh, both sides this whole thing. Well, you know, there are several hundred dead Palestinians now. Well, that's war. You know, the, the people who, who consider themselves leaders in what they're calling Palestine, they bear the responsibility for whatever happens next, whatever Israel decides to do. I mean, I'm on the side of, look, if Israel wants to, whatever Israel wants to do, they can do it. I support yeah. it. Oh, yeah. They were attacked. They were attacked. This was an invasion. And they are well within their rights to do whatever they can to eliminate the threat to the safety of their civilians. Absolutely. Period. The end. Yep. And innocent people are going to get killed. Innocent people have already been killed. That's what happens when you have a terrorist organization claiming to represent a country invading another country that happens to well actually be a little bit more adept at war than they are that's the reality they've grown up with this they've known this forever uh since the beginning of, of statehood i mean the they the, the israeli army isn't they don't play yeah so i mean it's going to take a while because i'm i'm telling you we talk about infiltration i mean i don't think you understand the depths of it yeah well i mean it was tunneling underneath. It was. It was. There was all kinds of stuff that was going on. Yeah. And again, how this slipped past security, I'll never know. Well, right. they're, they're paragliding in. I mean, it's, yeah, it's right. They were paragliding in. Just absolutely uh, in, insane to watch this unfold over the weekend. Um, but and and you know, again, you've got even the State Department today uh, talking about the Turkish government calling for a ceasefire, and the State Department is saying, well, you know, yes, we. We support calls for a ceasefire. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No. There'll be no ceasefire. If there. Israel wants to do that, sure, that's their prerogative, but I'm not going to sit here and say they need to put down their arms. Hell no. No. 
Um, Jonathan Greenblatt, he's the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League. And generally speaking, not a fan of this guy. He's a lefty loon. But he's actually had it with the both sides-ism that's been going on in media. And I, 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 can, I can stop this whenever you have a comment, and I, I will right. if I have a comment on, on this. Okay. But this clip is about two minutes long. And he was on MSNBC this morning on Morning Joe. And he absolutely hammered the media for what they've been, how they've been covering this horrific, horrific attack. And uh, here, here he is. Um, again, if you want to stop it at any point, just let okay. me know. Right. Say, I love this show and I love this network, but I've got to ask who is writing the scripts? Hamas? The people who did this, they are not fighters, Jonathan. They are not militants, and I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who tear, kills children in front of their parents, and then brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports. These were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home in one of these towns. They burned her alive in her house because she was too infirm to take out. And, you know, parading women bleeding from the crotch because they were raped throughout Gaza while people hoot and holler and cheer. So look, you know, when we say, oh, this was an escalation, it was bound to happen, I am sorry. This was a massacre that was pre-planned. This was not destined to happen. It is not normal to shoot teenagers in the back, hundreds of them. So I just think, like, guys, Get the story right. And all these pictures of, like, you know, missiles or the rubble in Gaza. Please talk to the Israeli mothers and fathers who lost their children. Talk to the grandchildren whose grandparents were seized as hostages. And please stop calling this a retaliation. This is a defensive measure against an organization that is committed to one thing. Killing Jews, not a peaceful resolution of a conflict, but murdering Jews. Did uh, what color was Morning Joe's face? Right. Did, it get, did it get even whiter? Well, he they, didn't interject anything. They just sat no. there and took it, huh? The the amazing thing is uh, Al Sharpton was sitting right across Good. the table. Yeah, and as uh, Greenblatt was staring at the camera, Sharpton was in his line of sight. And they never went to show what Al Sharpton, what his, what was on his face. But, I mean, noted anti-Semite. Sure. And all of that. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that, that he said it. I'm glad that it went out towards the audience that has been propagandized to think that Israel is the source of all evil in the Middle East. I'm glad that he was able to, to have that time on the soapbox. Um, in order to reset what exactly happened over the weekend. Yeah. And, and, and doing it without, I mean, he's obviously pissed off, but. He should be. Doing it without shouting, without looking hysterical, 
just saying, no, this is what this was. So to say, like, oh, this is military action or this is, you know, just a, a, your, your standard territorial dispute. No, it's not. It is a genocidal ideology that, that led to what happened in Israel. And you have to call it out for what it is. They're terrorists, and they're terrorists because the definition is right in front of us. These are people who don't create anything. They wreck stuff. Yeah. That's what they do. They don't make anything. They don't make your life easier. They don't make it better. They don't create anything. They just wreck stuff. Yeah. Over and over and over again. And I hate this hall pass that's coming from some of the members of the media. The, I, like you mentioned, David, the both sides thing. Yeah. That, Knock well, it off with that. Yeah, now people are crying because they've cut off, uh, the Israelis have cut off power yeah. to, to Gaza. It's like, that's what happens when you're in a war. Okay? Well, there's, there, <laughs> there's going to be, in any war you're in, there's going to be a modicum of casualties of people who have nothing to do with any of this. But that's how it works. Yep. Unfortunately, and, and when you call down the thunder, you can expect a pushback, and this is exactly what's going on. And again, this isn't going to last a while, but if the Israeli army is based on everything I know about them, they're going to chop off some heads on the other end, yeah, too. Yeah, they, they've already activated 300,000 reservists. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's on. These, it's, do, these dudes yeah. don't play. No. And, and they know there's going to be collateral damage. They yeah. know that going in. Uh, yeah, and... You know, there's there's one bad guy in this situation. Yes. One. And it's Hamas. Yes. And whoever was propping them up. Which um, is Iran. Right. And the stupid thing is, like, not one penny of that $62 billion has been used. Well, no, of course not. They parked it over here because they know it's there. Right. And the money they were going to use for A is now being used for B. Right. Because B is where the C money is. Right. It's, it's like, so dumb. How, how dumb do you think I am when you look at me in the eye? Not one penny of that $60 million was being used to. Of course, it probably wasn't. But, but they know it's there. Well, they don't have to pay for their medicine. They don't have to pay for their food. So they could spend all that money on buying weaponry. Well, well, yeah, and 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 funding an attack like this, according exactly. to the Wall Street Journal, it it was uh, over the course of a few weeks. Yes. that they were helping to orchestrate this, of course, in, in an advisory role. Yeah, uh, and propping this up. Yeah, and, and you're right. Yeah, if you if I have five dollars that I'm going to spend on lunch, <laughs> yeah, and then you give me five dollars, right? Well, I might use the five dollar bill that you gave me on lunch. But yeah. now I've got another fiver that I can use on right. something else. Yeah. Go buy so, four cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, right, exactly. You can I mean, do whatever you want. You can right. use yeah. it for something else. Exactly. But they, they look right at you and they say this. They repeat it over and over again. Like, I'm too dumb to figure this out. Right. What? It's yeah. just insulting. So we'll keep you updated on that uh, situation, of course. Uh, meanwhile, Eric Adams went south of the border to talk about uh, migration and illegal immigration. How did that go? Confusingly is, is a good way of putting it. We'll get to that next. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Of course, we're following the updates out of Israel as uh, yep. Hamas is uh, bombarding uh, Israel and the war is on. Uh, we'll be following those updates throughout the day, of course. Um, meanwhile, New York City Mayor Eric Adams decided to travel south of the border with the mission of discouraging people uh, from making the trip up north. But at one point, he apparently told people, I'm here in Mexico. 
to say that we have long been partners. We are neighbors. We are familiars. Mi casa es su casa. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was that really in there? Or did yes, you make that up? that's what he said. Oh, no. Yeah, really? that's what he was quoted as saying. Oh, gosh. And it's really confusing because then he turns around and does an event and hits a little bit of a harsher tone here. Not going to be a big a box chain store and ignore a large population of men in general and specifically that come into your cities and don't think it's going to impact shoplifting or mass people that can be involved in, you know, a, a stealing or doing something that's antisocial behavior. We must come with a humane approach so that we can resolve some of the underlying issues. We are at capacity, and many people believe when you enter New York City, you're going to automatically have a job. You automatically okay. are going to be living in a hotel, okay. uh, <laughs> and there's just a, a, a climate that's there and just not a reality. Far too many people are living in congregate settings. Where did they come up with that idea, David? Oh, well, probably. Where would they come up with that? Because you said it. Yeah, I mean, because... Idiot. And not just him. I mean, other Democrats have no, said it. Of course. On this same trip, though, he literally said, mi casa es su casa. Okay. And then he turns around and he goes, hey, those migrants, yeah. you know, they're stealing a lot, right? <laughs> yeah. They tried to walk that one back a little bit. Well, that's racist. And then he said, the New York Times quoted him as saying, and I don't, I honestly don't know what the hell this really means, but he said, quote, we can cross-pollinate with migrants and asylum seekers across our region. We only win if we pollinate with them so they can produce the flowers that we were fortunate to produce. Was it metaphorically speaking? I, I, I don't, it's either, I, dude, so that's really disturbing, but yeah. Yeah, you're, you're either talking about, you know, integrating into society and trying to become yeah. part of the American experience. Or this guy is just an incredibly horny mare. I'm not really that's sure which. I was, that's, see where my mind went right away? <laughs> but you're, I tell you. It's about cross-pollinating. Cross-pollinating. What are you talking I mean, about? So wait, yeah. the first lady thinks all Mexicans are, are breakfast tacos, and apparently, I don't know, he thinks they're, they're flowers? And we're the I, bees? I don't know. I, I um, can't. I've, I've lost I, track of yeah. these whiny... Bitchy mayors who yeah. held the sign up saying we're open for business yeah. until they're not. This yeah. is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out uh, today. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, so the Biden White House has called a lid for the day. It means no more press they, events, no more. I, you know, I know, I just, he's no longer available. He's working hard behind the scenes, though, all right? Uh, what, nine Americans dead? Is that where we're at right now? Yeah, nine, so you've got Americans yeah. dead, American citizens held hostage, hostage. right now as yeah. a result of the unconscionable terror campaign and invasion on the part of Hamas into Israel. And, yeah, the president, uh, well, he did have time to go to a barbecue last night. Unfreaking believable. Yeah. I mean, this is unbelievable. Yeah, they uh, they 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 put out the pool report, which is you know just the press that's following them around, yeah. and it said in the late afternoon and early evening a live band could be heard coming from the area around the Rose Garden. Sure, your pooler asked why a band was playing. The White House said the president and first lady are hosting a barbecue for White House executive residents, staff, and their families, um, and so that's what uh, was going on there. Yeah. He could care less, and he knows. 
No one's going to say anything about the optics here. Well, no. No, no one I, will. He won't be criticized for it. He can do whatever he wants, and he does. Because, I mean, again, I have no problem with uh, the boss rewarding the employees with a big cookout or whatever, right? We've all painfully gone to those. Yeah. But understanding what's going on in the world right now, and you've got dead Americans, you've got Americans held hostage, you've got Israel under attack, and you're throwing a barbecue with a cover band. Yeah. I mean, what the hell's wrong with you? That that's that yeah that that's the state of play right now. No, they don't care about the optics. Why would they? No one. No, ever, they don't care. I mean, remember during the Obama administration, as ISIS was unleashing attacks all over Europe, Europe was on fire, and Barack Obama was appeasing a dictator in Cuba, going to baseball games, and oh, yeah. then he went to Argentina and did the tango with some lady. Yeah. Well, you know, while Europe was burning, karaokeing Marvin Gaye songs. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, who cares? Oh, whatever. Well, what's he supposed to do? Drop everything? Well, yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, he yeah. is supposed to drop everything. Yes. Right. I mean, you're, that, the world that's kind is of on the job. fire. And, yeah. And, and he's got the citizens of his country who have been killed and more that are being held hostage. And, and you're out there to YMCA in the backyard of the White House. God, yeah, I, I I was so pissed off when I heard about that. I really I get so angry with this stuff. Well, yeah, like uh, you got to be kidding me. Uh, they didn't go for a second. Hey, you know what? Not a good idea to do this at this time. Let's reschedule. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Care. But they don't. They simply don't care. No, the the fun never stops. And I I I, I will say this because the again the White House is called a lid, uh, which basically course. means no more press availability. Well, for he's tired after president. all that partying. That's true. Yeah, I mean, like the the porks the the the. The, the 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 ribs don't really uh, sit well with him anymore. No, and uh, you know the, there's only so much a good pair of depends can do. Yeah, the leftover you. coleslaw that they had. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I you know I have another opinion about this though. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm all ears. In that it. it may be for the best because I mean remember when 13 American service members were killed during his. Uh, evacuation of Afghanistan that went so haywire. One of the things that he wanted to point out was that his son died from cancer. Oh, yeah. And so he knew what it was like for the parents of these dead Marines and and dead soldiers. So maybe it's actually for the the better, because I swear I'm going to lose my freaking mind if that guy addresses the nation again and brings up Bo dying. Yeah, because he didn't die in action. No. I mean, he tragically passed away, and it was due to burn pits, but he well, died. He says. Well, that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't even know if that's true or not. We don't know. Yeah. He had but, cancer. Uh, I mean, he had... That was uh, very unfortunate, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, I... You know, I can't... Is Corinne Jean-Pierre going to address anybody today, going to address the press? Well... I wonder if she'll have some barbecue sauce on her blouse. Yes, I'm serious. You're going to be rolling in a little hungover yeah. from yeah, the festivities. I mean, you're right, you know? exactly. Yeah. They had to go out and get another keg last night. They ran out. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, they're going to blame the staffers, though. You know that. If there's a... the because Well, this was for the executive staff, and they get so little. Uh, yeah, it's probably actually a party to apologize for that damn dog attacking <laughs> right. all of them. Right. I don't know. I... Yeah. 
It's like, yeah, it's safe in the White House again. Whoop-de-freaking-do. Oh, they walked the dog out in the front yard last night to keep it away from the party goers. Right. <laughs> it might kill somebody. Yeah. All right. It is that time of the show where we go around the table and just talk about uh, stories that caught our attention. may not be the biggest story of the day, but it was something you wanted to share with the rest of the class. Scott, what's your story today? City and county officials in Denver would like Texas border towns to distribute flyers. You can't make this up. To dissuade illegal aliens from traveling to their city after they cross the U.S.-Mexican border. Denver officials request that the flyers, published in both English and Spanish, explain that Denver, we're out of room here. We got no room for you. Don't come here. Hmm. Now, they're asking Texas to do this for them. To start distributing flyers to people who are in line telling them not to come. It advises asylum seekers traveling to Denver that Denver's resources have been exhausted. There's no more room. The flyer stated the single adult migrants arriving in Denver will have a 14-day stay limit in shelters. After that, we're booting you out. Now, again, Denver was a welcoming city. Denver couldn't understand what those dumb southern people were complaining about, racists on the border until they got more than they could handle and all of a sudden now we're passing out flyers well i gotta tell you the flyer business has been slow since the right. advent of oh, email and right. texting yeah well I, I i think what what really needs to happen is more buses yeah oh yeah I agree. more buses no Absolutely. no no. you said you wanted these people Ab- no nope. no question about here it. here you go you- and for everybody in your town who feels uncomfortable right now I'm sorry, but you voted for this person. Well, and and uh, why are you being so racist if you don't yeah. want xenophobic, if you don't want these people? Haven't you seen the Statue of Liberty before? Right. Can we line up the Chardonnay Mafia to take a couple home? We should, yeah. Yeah, after all, yeah. <laughs> Can I have a, what, like Sarah McLaughlin cutting PSAs? <laughs> right, yes. Take a, take a migrant home with you? Yeah. Gosh. The, the drunk Chardonnay Mafia, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's uh, What's Your Story. Uh, We do this every time or every day at this time. Uh, We go around the table uh, pointing out stories of interest that may not be the biggest stories of the day, but interesting. I found this story. It is a lighter note. I found this story fascinating to me because I've never heard this before. But uh, one, Chris Wallace, remember the angry duckling? uh, Used to be on Fox News. Now he's on CNN. Uh, Chris Wallace, he still has a a long-form interview show on whatever CNN Plus became. Seriously? Yeah. He's still around? Yeah, it's called Who's Talking to Chris Wallace, which I think is the most most unfortunate title for his show, given his current Who's watching Chris Wallace? Yeah. Oh, I watched this clip, and I thought it was interesting. Oh, all right. okay. He uh, interviewed Al Michaels, oh, a uh, legendary sports broadcaster, and I had never heard this about Al Michaels. I like Al Michaels generally, and so I found this part of the conversation fascinating. Is it true that you have never knowingly eaten a vegetable in your life? That is true. That is true. I was born when my parents were 18, and my mother hadn't even read Dr. Spock at that point. So... She just let me have the, the, the run of the, uh, of the course. And uh, I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And I guess what I've proven, Chris, is that man does not need vegetables to survive. But is it, is it just possible that you would like, I'm thinking of one of the more non-objectionable vegetables, a carrot? Oh, please. 
please. A carrot? No, a carrot. No, that's an objectionable vegetable. I mean, I was, really? What? I mean, how would you know? You've never tasted it. I look at it. I just don't even like the look of it. And I surmise what it might taste like in terms of the texture of it. I think a lot of it probably has to do with, it just doesn't look like something that would go down well. Now, you put a big steak in front of me, and I'm going, mm, let's go. <laughs> I like that guy even more. <laughs> right. That's even an objectionable more. vegetable, yes. Objectionable. Yeah, vegans, will probably, vegans will probably try to get him canceled now. Right. He's harming our brand. Yeah. <laughs> meat is, meat is meat murder, is murder. Man. <laughs> Yeah. Why would you yep. do that? Yep. Uh, by the way, objectionable uh, vegetables, that's the name of uh, John Fetterman's band. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Acoustic wow. punk act. I don't. Yes. It's weird to me, but they're making a go of it. So good yeah, luck to okay. you. There you go. I saw this as well on a lighter note. Uh, if you have too much <laughs> to drink and get sick in the bathroom of a place, uh, apparently in San Francisco, multiple restaurants. Uh, have tacked on a cleaning fee if you get sick and make a mess. I, I See, I, I got no problem with that. Yeah, well, they're targeting drunks, specifically yeah. day drinkers who take advantage of booze specials like bottomless mimosas, things like that. Yeah. Some of the people are drinking too much too fast and their bodies can't handle it. They ralph, I, especially a mimosa. I can see how that happens. The orange juice and whatnot gets kind of, yeah. and the, the little bit of carbonation, yeah. Hmm. You know, for for as much as I drank, and I drank a lot, I don't drink anymore. I haven't had a drink in eight years, but I never got sick. Ever. Wow, ever. I mean, and and again, I should I should have, but I think that was part of the problem. There was no punishment on the other end, and there should have been, well, right? I will say, I mean, when I, when you were in the hospital after your heart attacks, and and you know, yeah, then when it, you know, when you were talking about you know, having to give up drinking and that you, yeah. you said you had a problem with it. I was yeah. kind of surprised because I worked with you every day for a few years. I yeah. never saw you hung over. No, I wasn't. You never looked hung over. I don't know. Never maybe was. You were, but I wasn't. No, I didn't get, I didn't get hung over. I didn't get sick. None of that. Yeah. And you've never eaten a vegetable. So, no. well, now that's, <laughs> that's not true, but I eat very few vegetables. Right. I will say that. But I was forced to do it when I was a kid. I didn't have a mom going, sure, you don't have to do that. Here's oh, a Milky yeah, no. Way. No, you no, know, no. no, it was none of that. No, you got you to you eat your broccoli. Eat your vegetables. I, mm-hmm. I like broccoli. I like broccoli. I like corn. I like peas. I like yeah. green beans. You know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But carrots, I'm not a big carrot fan either. I'm with, I'm with Al Michaels on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I like the carrots, man. You got you throw them up, uh, throw them in the, uh, in the cast iron skillet after you grill the steak. It can be real good eating, man. Uh, what did not Newman on Seinfeld call broccoli vile weed? <laughs> <laughs> Which was one of my favorites, yeah. Got a news update on the way. Uh, of course, we're following the uh, tragedy that's unfolding right now in Israel. Uh, we'll have that and much more. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley's on special assignment. Boy, it's... I. I, I, with Israel being invaded and attacked by Hamas over the weekend, I have never seen a political party in America struggle so mightily to get a talking point in order. It, yeah, it is weird. I agree. But um, because the, they keep, they're like, they're, they're test driving different things. Yeah. They, they keep kind of yeah. like Secretary of State Antony Blinken said, hey, I support the Turkish government's. Uh, effort or or recommendation for a ceasefire, he has actually now been cyberbullied into deleting that tweet. Well, he should have been because, like, no, 
what, yeah. whatever Israel wants to do in response, that's what we support. Yeah, absolutely. That that's what it is. Idiot. Um, Because when your country is so brutally attacked and and a declaration of war has commenced, it's on. The fight is on. And all these people who are crying about, well, you know, Gaza, they've cut off electricity and water supply and all this. Well, here's an idea, genius. Don't attack the country that supplies your electricity and water. No. That that's a good start. Without perhaps figuring out what you're going to do without it. Yeah, I don't know. You know but you didn't do that either. The Biden, so. the Biden administration is about to come out and recommend that everybody in Gaza buy an electric car or something. Like oh, yeah. Pro- who knows? Solar, yeah, solar panels. Right. Yeah. California okay. Senate candidate Katie Porter was asked about the Hamas attack on Israel. And she, once again, I mean, it's like, it's totally trying to walk this tightrope of knowing that you've got these lefties who like what happened. Yeah. Who, who support the Palestinian cause, who uh, tacitly support the terrorists who wind up uh, claiming to at least advance the Palestinian cause. Um, and, and, and so you're, you're just caught in this weird middle ground instead of absolutely just saying, no, this is unconscionable and Israel has a right to defend itself. Yeah. Dan with Israel in this time, and I condemn the loss of lives, both of Palestinians and of See. Israelis See. who are being victims of this terror. There are lost lives in Gaza, there are lost lives in Israel, and it is because the United States has allowed terrorism to flourish and has refused to take a strong enough stand against Iran, who is backing Hamas and Hezbollah. I believe in a two-state solution. I believe that there needs to be the ability for every person who calls Israel home to have the ability to live there with rights and the ability to flourish. When Israel is taking actions, if Israel takes actions that violate human rights laws, that violate our laws, there is no exception for human rights. No. It is important to remember, as we stand with Israel, as we stand against terror, as we mourn, that we learn the lessons of our own 9-11, which gave rise to hateful Muslim phobia and civil rights violations. These people are, are, I mean... How awful is she? Yeah, you, you, that's re- terrible. I mean, again, you're playing the both sides nonsense as if that's equal. Right. By the way, it isn't. And you got to call nine eleven and all the hateful rhetoric that took place after. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Man, I want to play something by a guy who I think speaks for a lot of folks today, and it's a surprising source. I'll admit it. I didn't expect to be talking about this guy today or any day on this show. NBA legend Am- Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire? Yeah, he, he went after the leftists who are suddenly either tongue-tied or outright supporting what's happened against okay. Israel. This is amazing. And for all y'all Black Lives Matter who ain't saying nothing, well, let me figure out exactly what happened before I say anything. F*** you. Figure out what? They ain't never been cool to kidnap kids and put them in cages. Ain't never been cool to kill women and, and elderly. Never been. No matter where you from, what you represent, what tribe you for, it don't matter. They ain't never been no cool. They ain't never been none that nobody supported. And then you go and hide and put the kids in front of you as a barricade. That's some coward shit. All you politicians who always have something to say on the contrary, I see you. F*** you. All you Black Lives Matter people who always have something to say and always supported everything else and you quiet now, f*** you too. There you go. This is the Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? 
Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley is out today. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Uh, it's a, a tough weekend, tough Monday, uh, as Israel is under attack. Uh, the Israeli, Israeli military is uh, fighting back against the Hamas animals now that decided to enter their country and murder at least 700 uh, people within the borders of Israel over the weekend. Nine U.S. citizens is, yeah. the to- is the count right now. And, uh, of course, the, one of the, the, the starting points that these terrorists uh, hit was a music festival. Somewhere yeah. around, what, 250 people murdered right. there? Yes. And you've yeah. got, and you actually do still have people in this country rallying for the Palestinian cause it's after this? Incredible. It's incredible. It, it's happening. But I, I just read, was it Harvard? On the college campus, yeah, it's like there were twelve different organizations or whatever who have condemned Israel, yeah, and cheered on Hamas. Yeah, the the, the the you are if you're in you know if you're of the opinion that you need to go out in the streets and rally in favor of what has happened to Israel, you got to take a step back and realize you're one of the bad guys. Yeah, you know, for all the talk that you know the left loves to to go after any time some nut job with like white supremacist views or whatever does something crazy they love to immediately go and say that guy represents all republicans exactly and really you actually have left-wing organizations at premier universities like harvard showing support for actual terrorists yeah and everybody's like well geez this kind of came out of the blue Uh, best not talk about it yep got lawrence tribe uh yes harvard lawyer uh, has put out a statement saying, I've never felt this disillusioned before. And yeah. it's like, dude, these are your people who would love to see you killed along with other Jews. You know, it is amazing to me. A couple of things. Uh, number one, how many, I mean, predominant political party amongst Jews in America is the Democrats. Mm-hmm. I can't understand that. Based on what we're hearing from that and people of the liberal end or the progressive end, yeah. After all this, how do you support that party? How how is that possible? Well, I mean, seriously, what what do you do? Number two, do we have any idea? And of course, I, this is a rhetorical question because we don't. How many radicalized Palestinian men are in this country illegally right now? Oh, that that's a good question. We don't have a freaking any idea. No. Um, and and then, we don't know who's here, right? And then what what plan is in the works here? Exactly in the United I thought, States. That's the first thing I thought about after this happened. I'm like, well, hell, what we don't know, we have no, we don't have. I mean, you've got to assume there's a decent sized segment of said population that have been smuggled into this country who have come in, waltzed through the border, not yeah. smuggled, but just walked in through the border because well, it's wide open. Again, we we have no idea. Well, and and also don't forget, I mean, we are not dealing with the best and brightest people no, who are leading this country right now. Our national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, just last week 
said, you know, it's been pretty quiet in the Middle East. Talk about a clip that will not age well. Here's what he said last week. What we said is we want to depressurize, de-escalate, and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Well, anything can change. But, hey, look, by appeasing, you know, the largest state sponsor of terror in Iran, you know, we've actually, we're bringing people together here. Well, Well, we're still pretending that there's some sort of peaceful resolution out there. Yeah. There's not. Okay, when you're dealing with Hamas and Hezbollah, there is no peaceful solution here. There just isn't one. Uh, And another thing, after what the American hostages taken that we see now, I mean, what have they learned? They've learned if you take hostages, the uh, U.S. will pony up big dollars to get them. Yeah. To get them back. Yeah. There's money. There's bounty there. Yeah, cool $6 billion or whatever yeah, you'll get. They, they, and, they, yeah, they'll throw around. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, we could sure use that. That'd be great. Yeah, and if you got to a basket- further our cause. If you got yeah. a basketball player on the roster here, you know, we'll yeah, we'll send you back yeah. a warlord if you want. Well, not a basketball player, a WNBA right, player. Right, a WNBA player. Okay, yeah. get it if right. If you're okay, playing yeah. in the NBA, you're screwed. Yeah, you forget about it. You're on your yeah. own. Yeah. But if you're the WNBA, well, we got to do whatever we can do. So after yeah. all, that's equity. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yep. And I, I thought, you know, one of the remarkable things as you take a step back and you watch all of this is how the both sideism comes oh, out. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate and it. And how there, there's just this utter cynicism on the part of folks in media who just really don't like Israel. Right. And it's up to them to explain why they don't like Israel. I know a lot of people have the theory it's, well, old-fashioned anti-Semitism. There may be other reasons. I don't know. I don't, I'm not well, a mind reader. A, let me just say this, about because I think what you bring up is a very valid point. Yeah. I think there is a segment of the population, and, and you know, I'm, as I look at you guys in the audience right now, you know these people, you know who they are, who wait to see which way the Republicans are going to support. And whatever that is, they're going to go the opposite way. Yeah. They don't even know why sometimes. They just do it. They're like, well, I'm, I support Palestine. Why? Well, because the Republicans support Israel. You know, this is right. This is how it works. You know, I mean, as dumb as that sounds, but I think that's, that's true. Just, yeah, that's just a complete take on my part because I I see it out there. They don't really know because I mean, let's face it, nobody's an expert on the Middle East. I mean, it's what a what a mess. You try to read up and be as smart as you can be about it, but well, my God, man, that you know, I mean, it's so tangled and a mess. All I know is Israel's a, is out there on their own. Yeah. Uh, foreign correspondent on MSNBC, Matt Bradley, said, you know, this is a gift for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu because he's been facing political pressure and upheaval in his country before this. Yeah. Okay. Like seeing how this is a benefit to have, you know, That's all right. out war Absolutely. in your country. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better gift for Benjamin Netanyahu right now than this kind of incursion. He can now position himself, as he has repeatedly throughout his very long tenure running Israel, he can now say... I am the sole protector of this nation. If you go against me, look at what you're up against. And that is what we're seeing right now. And this is a very, very big gift for Benjamin Netanyahu. Yeah, but he loves it. 900 of his own people are dead. Yeah. That's what a gift that is to him. Right. What a moron. Yeah, I'm sure he would much rather 
be dealing with this than some protests in the streets. Right. Please. Yeah. Not I mean, come off. on. Yeah. But again, it's the cynicism on display that everything Israel does is bad and has to be bad, essentially, um, for one reason or another. That's how the left operates. It's a very bizarre thing uh, to, to watch go down. Meanwhile, in our country, of course, we've seen the polling. A lot of people hate the current economy because, well, things are expensive. It sucks. Yeah. And it's, it, people are going backwards financially. Uh, Joe Biden was asked about this and actually blamed the media for not liking the economic conditions. Oh, for crying, no. Uh, he did actually get one part of this right. And I hope you'll be able to know where I'm going with this. Okay. I'll let you know where he got it right. But he's talking to the press um, as uh, as they're asking about the economic realities on the ground here. I think the people, those 300 plus thousand people who got jobs feel better about the economy. I, look, I got to choose my words here. Okay. You all are not the happiest people in the world. Okay, on no, that that's, part. That's true. 100%. I'm riding with Biden on that yeah. one. Yeah, you've the been press, saying that for a while. Yeah. They are miserable people. Yeah. Barely functioning alcoholics with daddy <laughs> issues. Okay. So I So I, I'll give that one to Joe. All right. He got that one right. But anyway, he goes on from here. What's your report? And I mean it sincerely. It gets a more little you get more legs when you're reporting something that's negative. Shut up. I don't mean I don't mean you're picking on me. I'm just the nature of things. You turn on the television, and there's not a whole lot about boy saves dog as he swims in the lake. You know, to say you know it's about you know somebody pushed the dog in the lake. Did Joe Biden drown that dog? <laughs> it makes you wonder, doesn't that's, it? That's my first thing. It's like, why do you have dog drowning in the lake on the mind here? Did you kill the dog that you kicked out of the White House because you don't know how to raise a dog? Anyway. I mean, I, I, I get it, but... Okay, what? 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 If you just listen to what's going on around the world, there's reason for people to be concerned. There's reason for people to be concerned what's going on with in Russia. There's reason to be concerned about what's going on in other parts of the world. I think that... The American people are smart as hell and know what their interests are. I think they know they're better off financially than they were before. It's a no, fact. They're no, no, they're not. No, they're not. That's not a fact at all. How's that? So we got he got one thing right in that. God, what a meandering, you know. ponderous. Yeah. God, old man speak that is. Yeah. At least right. at least he didn't completely give up on a sentence. He just sort of went dark no. for a little while. <laughs> it's like the you know, I, I, I just recut the cord on cable, so I've got one of those uh digital antennas so I can yeah. still watch like Sunday night football and whatnot. Right. And uh every once in a while there's still a, like a digital glitch on it where yeah. the screen just freezes. Freezes. For several seconds while it's looking for a signal. That's uh -huh. what happens to Joe. Where it's just, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for him to like just color bar out, you know, for a little while <laughs> and then come back in mid sentence. Kind of like the old Max Headroom thing. He yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. So he lies about the economy, but he did absolutely get it right when he said the journalists are not the happiest people. No, then they, it was that meandering. I don't even know what that was. No. 
that's again, that's grandpa telling a story and everybody gets up to get dessert and he's still talking when you come back. Right? Right. I mean, it's like, what is that? And is and that? my working theory right now is he just admitted to drowning his dog. That could be too. That's, he's trying to get ahead of the press on that. Boy saves dog. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or at least he tried to. Maybe a neighbor kid saw and rescued the dog and He's like, no, Joe, that's not coming out till next week. All right. But it delivers papers there anymore. Right. Hillary Clinton wanders back into the news. We'll get to that next. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Mark Lee's on special assignment. Um, Following all the updates on what's going on in Israel as it's under attack and its uh, counteroffensive has begun against Hamas in Gaza. Yeah, the latest thing is, uh, and they're saying this now, yeah. ground invasion is imminent. Yeah, and also Hamas has now uh, published a statement saying that uh, if there is an attack without warning, okay, yeah. uh, on the part of Israel, they are going to start um, executing uh, the people they kidnapped one by one and uh, videotaping it, streaming well, it sure. live. Now this um, this probably will include some Americans, is my guess. One one might assume yeah. that I don't know. Well, it's good to know the president put a lid on the day at nine o'clock in the morning yeah, or whatever yeah, it was. No, so we won't hear from him the rest it. of the day. Nah, yeah. take some time off. Get you some leftovers from the big barbecue yesterday. Yeah, right. So that that's the update as it is right now. Um, God, this is going to get worse before it gets. Jeez, better. man. Um, so we'll be we'll be following that. Uh, here at home, meanwhile, Hillary Clinton wandered into the uh, news cycle again by talking about how dangerous those darn Trump voters are. God, jeez. Oh, I, I do. I, I wonder how much of this is just planned. Like she comes out and says some outrageous statement just to make Republican voters angry and gravitate more towards Trump. Like the whole plan of Democrats trying to lift Trump up because they see him as right. vulnerable in the 2024 election. But here, here's what Hillary had to say. Sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure. (laughs) He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. (laughs) <laughs> Holy cow, there is no self-awareness whatsoever with that woman. No, I, I just think it's funny that the people who insist that men can have babies have thoughts on deprogramming. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 I kind of laugh at it. I'm not, out, I'm not outraged by it at I'm all. I'm not either anymore because she's a joke and nobody takes her seriously. Pa- and, and, yeah, go ahead. No, and, uh, no it's, just, it's just more the same nonsense and... Well, I, you got to laugh at her. Well, well, the other part is that it's not exactly a surprise. I mean, liberal pundits and politicians have been speaking this way about Trump voters for a long time. Uh, Tom Elliott with Gravian News put together a supercut. I shortened it down oh, really? a little bit because his is like three minutes long. 
of people talking about deprogramming Trump voters. Okay. Deprogramming Trump followers. All of America needs deprogramming. Raskin told the New York Times that he's ordered books about cults and deprogramming to try to understand his Republican colleagues. Well, at this point, you know, it's deprogramming. What's the first step of deprogramming? I mean, I was just trying to engage in a little deprogramming. Listen, if there was a deprogramming pill that I could put in everybody's stocking for Christmas, I would do it. And it's really about deprogramming people. Deprogramming some people, one person at a time deprogramming deprogramming you're reading my mind yeah but, oh that was the unemployed mr lemon yeah don lemon again the the people who think that a 12 year old can consent to having life-changing surgery in the name of you know gender ideology those people are worried about cults right now just so lame She's got to do her MAGA thing, too, in there. Right, of course. I mean, because that's, that's standard operating procedure. It's just... God, I never saw a politician in my lifetime, I've been around longer than you, David, who has scared people more on the on the left than Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean... He... It, act, he, he, he make mental... There's a mental illness that crept in there, and it's true. All you do is say his name. Yeah. And they just start hyperventilating almost immediately. Yeah, I mean, I used to have a joke... Um, before I was on this show, and uh, there was a buddy of ours that was kind of in on the joke, um, where I would, Joe Greenwood at the time. Oh, yeah. I'd walk into the office and just kind of say, hey, Joe, watch this. And I'd just walk in, and you're sitting there doing your prep, Scott. And yeah. I'd say, Obama. And you'd start ranting. <laughs> yeah, right. And I right. thought that was funny. That's yeah. nothing compared no, to what minor. the people... What, what the what the people who are terrified of Trump? Yeah, there's actually foaming at the mouth. It's going a on it's now. a sickness. Yeah, this is. is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin show. Of course, the biggest story of the day is the uh, war now that's been declared uh, on the part of Israel after they were invaded yesterday or over the weekend, I should say, by Hamas terrorists. Uh, and watching this as it unfolds, I mean, I I do want to say I've seen some people sharing videos of. Uh, things that had not been happening, that were not happening, uh, you know, about like, you know, Gaza completely on fire and whatnot. Right. There's bombing going on. Israel is retaliating. But sure. you just got to remember, uh, just like the war in Ukraine, there's going to be a lot of noise out there. And you got to be careful about sorting through some of it yep. uh, just to make sure that you're fully aware of what's happening. But we'll we'll, we'll get to the latest next. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, well, um, we're hearing from Hamas terrorists now that uh, they will start executing uh, captured Israeli citizens and whoever else they rounded up during their invasion uh, over the weekend. They're going to start executing them on live video. Uh if there are attacks or further attacks from Israel as they are, well, fighting back. They've declared war. Israel has declared war. Um, an IDF spokesperson, spokesman, over the weekend, like two days ago, put out a video explaining to people in Gaza where they need to go. Because if you're in this area, wherever they designate, we're assuming you're an enemy combatant and we're going to kill you. Yeah. And basically has said, get out. Here are the safe places you can go. These are the places we will not touch. However, 
the Gaza Ministry of Interior and National Security has now put out a statement that Israel or that Israel is sending text and voice messages to residents of Gaza and that these messages should be ignored by the public. They're there to incite fear and panic is what is what Palestinian leadership is saying. They're telling people to stay where they are. Mm-hmm. And this is nothing new. They use humans, they use non-combatants as, as shields so that if Israeli bombs fall and when they fall and there are civilians who are caught in the crossfire die, they can say Israel is killing civilians, yada, 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 and we're supposed to ignore that they slaughtered people at a damn music festival over the weekend. Uh, these are vile, disgusting people. They are. It's evil. Yeah. yeah. It's evil, and that's why it is so disheartening to hear anybody trying to sort of both sides it, trying to sort of say, well, you got to understand the dynamics at play. I'm not saying the dynamics in general are uncomplicated. Nobody, nobody in their right mind would say that. But after what happened over the weekend, it became significantly less complicated because yeah. of the yeah. level of brutality and death that was unleashed in Israel. I will absolutely go along with you there. So I, you know, and I'm not saying yeah, if you here, were waffling on what side you'd fall, you fell on, right. all you have to do is see children and women being raped, children being shot and killed, people dragged through the streets. I mean, come on, beheaded. And, and now the, the threat I mean, are you of serious. Yeah. And the threat that they will follow through on of essentially public executions. Oh, that's what they're, yeah, that's next uh, of hostages yep. that they took. And so, I mean, listen, these are the bad guys. Hamas, they are the bad guys. And I'm not, it's not everybody in Palestine or whatever that are, that are evil no. people. Israel is doing everything it can to make sure that they get to safe places. Hamas and Palestinian leadership is doing everything they can to make sure that they stay in the line of fire. You tell me who the good guys are here. Yeah, war's an ugly thing. Should be simple. Yeah, but uh, no, nobody should. You know, it's it, it is an absolute, absolutely devastating, ugly prospect, and innocent people get hurt all the time. But the calculus that the Israelis are using right now is actually rather simple. It is we are going to decimate the people who did this to us, and to put it into. Uh, again, I, I heard this this figure. If you try to uh, uh, apply the level of carnage that we saw over the weekend in Israel, if you try to apply that to the overall population of America, this would be like a coordinated terrorist attack and invasion that killed 20,000 Americans. It's a big freaking deal. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not really complicated. There aren't both sides to this. No. And, and if you and if you want to try to have the nuanced faculty lounge conversation about this, that's your right. You can do it. It's America. You're free to say whatever you want to say. Just know that you're wrong. You're wrong. And nobody wants to see innocent people in Gaza get killed or anywhere get killed. But that's the ugly side of war when you start one. And we saw evil people start a war over the weekend. So I, I think it's it's really disheartening to even see people from the White House 
you know, stepping on the rake with all of this and having to delete ill-advised tweets like urging Israel to not retaliate. Uh, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, I mentioned before, yeah, put out a statement talking about how well the Turks are uh, are urging a ceasefire. Uh, we support this effort. You know, basically, uh, this this would be a good thing. There is no ceasefire. No, there's not. Not no. going to be. It, that's not how this works. Nope. It's not how it's going to work. Israel has vowed to eradicate Hamas from the face of the earth. And I, and I, I really they hope... They have as, every right to do so. I hope as many innocents as possible get out of the way of this. I really do. Um, because too much innocent blood has been shed already. But innocent blood is going to get shed. And, yeah. and I listen, nobody wants to see that, including myself. But when you're dealing with irrational people, you have to yeah. fight irrationally. Yeah. You, you can't you can't tiptoe around it like, well, we can't do this or that. You can't do that with these people. No. They're right and wrong, throw it out the window. It, yeah, I mean I mean they're and they're gonna and they're gonna march these people out and they're gonna shoot them in the head and they're gonna videotape it and it's gonna be all over. And it, again, the the shock of it all, seeing it, and some of those may be Americans. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, God only knows what'll happen. What will be the response from the, the vegetable that's in the White House. Yeah. Well, he's know. already, you know, called a lid on the day. No, on the no day, because he had nothing else to do today. Yeah, yeah we're going to be uh, hunkering we're down We're fine. Here. We're good. Yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we don't need any, any public We're going to get the, even on his time off, he's laser focused on blah, sure blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Please. Golly. You know, one of, one of the uh, most befuddling things I saw, because there were a lot of rallies in favor of Palestine over the oh, weekend. Sure. I saw them Seattle, all. New York. Yeah. New York. Yeah. The weirdest thing is when the Pride Parade people show up in favor of Palestine. And I saw that a lot. A lot of these pictures yeah. uh, coming out of New York where it was like queers for a free power uh, Palestine. I saw that too. Yeah. Like, Dude, you know how quickly you'd be executed if you went there? And, right. Like, try to have your Pride Parade in Gaza. Um, it's not going to last very long, and you're probably going to die. Yeah. And I... It's just it's very bizarre to me, at least to to see that. Yeah, I don't think that they would that you would have near the freedoms you have here. But if you want to try it, well, I mean, be my guest. You can. Um, yeah. Again, I I wouldn't advise you flying into the area right now, but you can if you want to. Sure. Um, meanwhile, uh, this is one of those stories that might have a little kernel of truth, but also comes across as totally dystopian to me. CBS News reported that Walmart is seeing sales drop for food because, well, people are taking drugs to lose weight. What? That's why people are buying less food. That's no, we're buying less food because you can't afford it. Yeah, but but listen to the CBS News report here. It turns out popular drugs used to suppress appetite, like Ozempic and Wegovy, may have an economic side effect. People who take them appear to be buying less food at Walmart. Walmart has one of the most sophisticated systems for collecting data on its shoppers. And U.S. CEO John Ferner told Bloomberg they've seen smaller checkouts from people taking these medications. We do see a slight pullback in overall basket. Less units, slightly less calories. Healthcare providers wrote more than 9 million prescriptions for drugs used for weight loss in the last three months of 2022. And Morgan Stanley estimates 7% of the U.S. population will be taking these medications by 2035. 
five. Now, as more people start taking these medications, an analysis from Jeffrey's Financial Group says snack makers like Kellogg, Hershey's, and Hostess could be impacted, but even airlines might benefit from this with lower fuel costs as passengers lose weight. That was just a random, oh my God, what? what? It's, it's like, hey, you what? know what? The airlines are like, Ozempic for everyone, man. Got to get these fatties off the airplane. <laughs> They'd be passing out like peanuts on the airlines. Right, here. here you go. Yeah, do you want your appetite suppressant? Psh. Here, let me give you a little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. The, to me, I again, a kernel of truth, maybe. Oh, that, maybe. You know, if you can, because I'm sure what, what the way that they compile their analytics at Walmart is, you know, they're looking at people who are getting those drugs from their pharmacy and then checking the receipts and what else they buy. That's weird. That's it, creepy, though. Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, it is. Everyone does it. I mean, you're getting you're getting a prescription, and they're going to track you. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they are. And that, that's neat, so, huh? That's not neat. Yeah, I don't they, like that at all. That's why I don't sign up for any of these reward programs because I just no. don't. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, David, do you have something to hide based on what you're getting at the grocery store? Well, no, but right. You know, I, I'm I'm not comfortable with that. But, but can't why can't you bring economics into this? Why is this just a standalone story? I, like, I, this is why it's happening. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, yeah. no wait a minute. I'm, but I'm, I, I would say, too, where we probably have generally as a population, we're older now than we have been. Yeah. So people are less likely to buy ho hos and ding dongs and, and sugar flavored and sugar uh, cereals and things like that because of their age and, the, and their health. I mean, it's not good for them, right? Yeah. So they probably do buy less of that. And buy less groceries in general. Also, families are smaller now than they have been in years past. Oh, sure. And a lot so of So you're people... not buying for five kids anymore. You're buying for one, two kids, tops. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's smaller. Yeah, it's it's probably, yeah, it has more to do with the general dynamics of society in America. Well, yeah, right and now. it's cost a hell of a lot more. So, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's Ozempic's fault. Okay. Yeah, it's Ozempic. Yeah, people got but it. But the good news is for the airlines, they'll save on fuel. Yeah, uh, because there are less fat people on the airplanes. Right. Okay. What's by what? What's Doctor Fauci have to say about Ozempic? Any Ozempic? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. th- that that whole thing, and I again, it's like I'm not trying to put on the tinfoil hat, and no. you know, you've heard a lot of stories about different side effects, and yeah, some of these I, side well, effects yes. are rare, yeah, but yeah. it can happen. Right. It's that. It just seems to me like another one of these cases where it's a fad drug that a lot of people are using. I'm not talking about the people with type 2 diabetes who, who are no, using no, it as yeah. it's intended. Right. But a lot of people are going to you know have picked up on it. And then like 10 years down the road, we're going to find out if you use it regularly and you don't have diabetes, it makes your colon fall out or something. Right, yeah. I mean. Yeah, people like growing a tail. Be, you yeah. Know, society of people with tails. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? To me, just as somebody who's interested in watching how media narratives rise and fall, oh, I do think it's, it's interesting. Crazy. Yeah, it is. How quickly... Everybody seemed on board with, like, how great is this? You can take this drug, and it'll suppress right. your appetite, and you'll lose a bunch right. of weight. And then after millions of people get on this prescription, they start telling people about potential side effects. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, by the way, this lady, remember there, there was one yeah. lady we talked about last week mm-hmm. where, like, her genitals were flaking. She was losing skin. Yes. It was like a... Because of Ozempic, Yeah, right? it was Ozempic. Yeah. Yeah, and it, again, God. a rare side effect, but that yeah. seems like something I'd want to know. Yeah, you're rolling the um, dice there. Yeah, that I'm. By the way, every time I sit down on the toilet, I'm going to be leaving flecks of skin everywhere. Yeah, well, it could be, uh, could be fat affirming care.
<laughs> that's just that's just Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. You need. You, I, I, I don't know. The whole thing spooks me because every time you use something it was not intended to be used for. Yeah. It, it it always makes weirds me out. Like, okay, wait a minute, what is that? Yeah, and then right. years years down the line, it's you find out that there may have been something else. That right, exactly. Know, yeah, who knows? That could that could hurt you. Uh, later and on also on. with those epic too, there's that disclaimer at the end that's like twenty seconds long. Yeah, I mean, it's like anything that takes that long to explain what might happen to me if I take it, I'm done. Not doing it. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like all these other like blood medication. It's like uh, blood yeah. pressure medications. Yeah. You hear the disclaimer. I know they, they speed it up like five times. Yes. But you can definitely say, oh, by the way, this could cause your bowels to explode and right. cause suicidal ideation. Yeah. Uh, talk to your from doctor. the eyes or something like that. <laughs> it's like, what? Talk, talk, talk to your physician if you suddenly go deaf. Right. I mean, okay. I think. <laughs> but they always, always qualify with rare however right. of course it's rare you know open boils on your skin but you know hey no problem oh, dang you'll get every air supply song stuck in your head yeah, right. it's rare for the rest of your life yeah, right. for, the rest, for the rest it's like tinnitus but air supply yeah right. you'll just have that ringing in your ears all the time lost in love <laughs> All right, we got a news update on the way. Uh, what's going on in Israel? We'll talk about that, of course. Um, and also, a great story about the emergency alert last week. We'll get to it next. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. That's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment. Thank you so much, as always, for being here. Uh, again, Hamas has, uh, after the terror attack and invasion of Israel, over the weekend uh, and kidnap of several people uh, has said that they are going to start executing people on live television uh, if Israel continues to defend itself. And what they're talking about is uh, the deaths of civilians in Gaza, in particular if they're caught in the crossfire. And, I mean, Israel as far as I can see, has done everything right. They spent a couple days telling people where to go if you don't want to get bombed. Right. And the Palestinians have been telling their people, no, this is just about creating panic. You don't have to go anywhere. Because they like human shields. Well, and also that gives them a chance to go see. They're killing our women and children. Right, exactly. That's what they do. They want to put people, as many innocents, in the line of fire as possible. Right. That's why they set up shop and apartment buildings and whatnot, because they want to make sure that anything that Israel does, they can turn around and say, you killed a bunch of civilians. Yeah. Never mind that you put them there, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right, on a much lighter note, uh, remember last Wednesday, everyone's cell phone went off. It was the emergency alert test. Yeah. Um, Apparently... Uh, there are people in the Amish community are being they're being shunned now because they were outed by it as having a cell phone. Oh well, so they're just you know going about their daily business yeah. and all of a sudden er, 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 their phone starts going off. Got it. And everybody's like, "Hey, what is that sound?" And then they find out, "Uh oh, you've got a you've got a phone." That's that's against the rules of the Amish, right? A uh, former Amish guy on TikTok says that a few of his Amish friends are dealing with the backlash because they had their phones on vibrate or with the sound off, but they didn't realize the alert would still make the sound. Yeah, and overrid it, yeah. Yeah, and overrid you're talking it, about a separation of the person from the community for an extended period of yes, time. exactly.
All right, this is the Markley Van Camp and Robbie Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Markley Van Camp and Robin Joe. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. I well, I have to say off the top, David, and I, yeah. you didn't know I was going to say this, but I've gotten so many inquiries into your health today. How you feeling? You feeling better? Oh, I'm. I feel okay. My voice is completely. Because you got knocked knocked on your fanny from the flu bug, right? I did. Yeah. Well, it's been a yeah. nonstop barrage of uh, daycare dengue ever since my kids went to daycare. Um, yeah, because they I, get that stuff, and then they bring it yeah, home. Yeah, and then I got yeah. reinfected with it, and then, like, Friday was yeah. rough. Saturday was rough. Yeah. Yesterday was rough. Today, All right. and now it's, like, just a little cough, and my voice but is you're, still you're a little you're on the mend. You're on, on the, the mend, mend. yeah. You're yeah, feeling yeah. much better. That's the good news. Yeah. Because I was talking about this this morning with one of our affiliates who I was promoting the show with this morning. We were talking about this, and I was talking about you saying, you know, the kids are in the daycare now bringing it home. And the host of that show said, I can understand and relate. They had a younger kids, too. Yeah. And I said, well, my daughter is older and all that. But I can remember those days as well mm-hmm. when you're like, oh, God, here we go. And then I mentioned this because I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I think the balls at the McDonald's are all gone. Oh, the in the ball pit. Yeah. The ball pit. Yeah. Because yeah, right? yeah, yeah. those were a cesspool of germs. Yeah. Yeah. They... I mean, your kids go in there. They pick up everything. They bring it home. You've got ringworm and infantigo and, and colds and God only knows what is going well, on in that ball pit. Yeah, and I, I, having worked in fast food, I've cleaned out a ball pit a couple of times. Golly. They don't do that very often. No, um, they don't. And there's like diapers and yes, waste and yeah, yes. it's gross. It's really gross in there. You like After, some fecal with your ball pits? Of course. Yeah, right, exactly. And then no, you go and but, eat some chicken right, nuggets. Exactly, exactly yeah. yeah. And then you go home with your parents and your siblings, and yeah. oh, gosh. And then everybody is sick, yeah. But I think they're all gone now. I don't see them anywhere now. I may be wrong, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember the last time. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't let my kids play in fast food uh, uh, <laughs> establishments. <laughs> well, you know, you know, the, it builds up their immunity, though, if you dump them in the ball pit for about well, an hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm... Yeah, I mean, I'll just go. I'll I'll just dunk him in like a sewage runoff stream. You know, I'd rather do that. That'll be about the same. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I just wanted to clarify that right up front. You're feeling yeah, better. I, I, I feel I okay. Wa- people, but we got great listeners. Yeah. I mean, they were very concerned about you and your health. And I said, yeah. I'll let. You, uh, so anyway, just wanted I, to address. Yeah, that. I feel okay. I'm I'm there on the go. mend. Uh, okay, very just, good. Hopefully, my voice holds out. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, of course, in more serious news, what's happening yeah. in Israel right now is Terrible. an absolute tragedy as uh, Hamas uh, terrorists tried to invade and, and, and tried to take a portion of southern Israel, killing more than 700 uh, Israelis, or at least people in the region, because we know at least nine American citizens are among the dead. Wow. Uh, they attacked a music festival. That was one of the opening salvos. Um, and... You still have some people kind of defending Hamas in this moment. Oh, yeah. With the whole free Palestine thing and all yep. of this nonsense. Now, here here's the state of play right now. 
Uh, Lucas Tomlinson at Fox News put out this nice little rundown to catch you up on what's going on. Uh, IDF says uh, 700-plus Israelis killed, 2,300-plus wounded uh, since Hamas launched its invasion of southern Israel. Dozens of Israelis are being held captive in Gaza. Uh, No word on any American hostages at this time. Uh, To me, I'm kind of assuming there probably will be one American citizen. Sure. Uh, just because of where they, I mean, if you're talking about the area around the music festival, it wasn't just Israeli citizens there. Um, so, I, but again, I, that has not been confirmed one way or the other, the nationality of those uh, who have been taken hostage. And uh, the Israeli military has regained control over all of southern Israel. And now the attack back in Gaza is commencing and has been throughout the day. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, and, and Hamas is there. Um, they're they're saying that they're going to start executing uh, some of the hostages uh, if there are civilian casualties as a result of uh, of the war. And they're also telling civilians to stay in the line of fire so that there are civilian casualties. Sure. That's, what, that's, uh, that's what the want. point. That's what These they are want. barbarians. We're dealing with barbaric people here. And, and, Subhuman. Yeah, and, and somehow, I, I cannot believe this, the, the Biden White House has been trying to put out statements, and they've been sharing statements, and some of it has been sort of whataboutting and, and both siderism and all that I kind know, of stuff yes. that's been going on. Somehow, one of the most incompetent organizations on the planet when it comes to messaging did better than these idiots in the White House. Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm talking about the National Football League. The NFL can never put out a halfway no. decent statement on anything. No, no. They put out a statement, though, today saying, quote, the NFL mourns the loss of innocent lives in Israel and strongly condemns all forms of terrorism. The depravity of these acts is beyond comprehension, and we grieve with the families of those killed, injured, and still missing. We pray for peace and will always stand against the evils of hate. Damn, that is good. How hard is it for the White House to say that and and have a consistent message on it? Well... Yeah, I, I mean, it, Joe is going to, but he had to lay down. Right. So they put the lid on it today at 9 o'clock in the morning or whatever. So you hear nothing more from the White House today, I doubt. Um, that's a perfect. That's perfect. From the NFL. I can't believe it's from the NFL. I know. Those people step on it all the time. You talk about stepping on rakes. That's no all kidding. they do. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I guess. I figured even... they'd have uh, they'd have uh, Hamas patches on their uniforms <laughs> this Sunday. Right. You know, it's because the empty-headed stuff they normally deal with in all sports. Yeah, I, so. I guess they looked around and saw people waving swastikas in New York and said, you yeah, know, maybe that's man, not maybe. the side we want to cater yeah. to. Yeah, maybe you mm. don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, other news out there. Uh, New York Democrat representative says we need more migrants. Um, so I guess, I mean. You first then, Jack. Governor Abbott, start yep. sending more buses. Um, yeah. All those migrants need to be able to legally work, too, because that won't incentivize more migration. Not at Not all. Not at all. This is Representative Adriano Espaillat speaking on MSNBC. It's always kind of creepy when lefties do this, though. How they And I'll, I'll explain after you hear the clip. 
I think it's a good first step in making sure they go out to work and they're no longer alone in government. In fact, I think they will rebuild New York City. I think the city is a little bit sluggish after the pandemic, and that's exactly what we need. We need their aggressiveness to work, their hunger to succeed, the innovativeness that you see in their eyes. A woman that walked 2,000 miles with her kids will never be late to work. She so, Fox, so the president's done enough, or does he need to do more, Congressman? Does the I president think we need, to, need do to do more. I think we, all together, the White House and Congress, we need to do more to help the cities that, that are shouldering this issue. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, I hope you've opened your home, Congressman. Well, it's also really creepy whenever he or anybody else says things like that, like Nancy Pelosi was saying, yeah, Florida shouldn't be expelling migrants because they need someone to pick all those pick crops. Crops, yeah. Like, you, you're really okay with just importing yeah. people for the sake of putting them to work, which is, I mean, very surprising for the Democrats, the party of slavery, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, that. what a bizarre thing. Remember the... Um, uh, Javier Salazar, the uh, Bayer County, Texas sheriff, he's a lib, and one of the things he said about why we needed more uh, uh, migrants coming in was because he went to a restaurant and there weren't enough busboys. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's how you see these people? Like, just, right. yeah, we're going to create a permanent yeah. underclass of underpaid people to just do things we don't want to do. Yeah, the loving and caring is overwhelming. It's yeah, it's brutal, man. What racist comments those are. It really is. Yeah. yeah. All right. On a much lighter note, uh, I saw this. I, I think this is a pretty interesting uh, survey here. The top twenty things, top twenty pieces of advice we'd give our younger selves. And if you're looking back, see if you identify with any of these. Number one uh, was be more confident. Y- boy, yeah, definitely. That's, that's yeah. I, it's easier said than done. It is. But be more I, I was confident. The least confident person I know. Yeah. Yes. Try not to care what other people think. Another tough one. Yeah. That. I mean, that kind of goes. I mean, you can me. say it, but yeah. Uh, don't let opportunities pass you by. Uh, yeah, did that a lot too. I think. I think uh, yeah, that's a. But I, I think. I think you know. In my case, I mean, you you do. I did it. I thought for a worthy cause because I didn't want to jerk my daughter around from town to town and school yeah. to school and all that stuff you know i wanted to light somewhere yeah anyway it's it, it is a different thing and i i can honestly say i'm not trying to just like toot my own horn here i do feel like i took a lot of opportunities because i was encouraged to do that yeah as, as a young person like hey if there's an opportunity for you to go learn something and yeah. do something then go do it and and see what happens well you didn't have kids either you could move around yeah I, I'll i'll say absolutely when you have kids, that's a yeah. totally different equation. Yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. It's like it's one thing if it's like, well, you know, I might have to, you know, live on ramen and tap water or you know, right. sleep yeah, on a right. park bench yeah. tonight. Right. When you're single, when you got kids, it's completely yeah. You different. can't sleep as a family on a park bench. Yeah, yeah. you, you can't. don't want to do that. No, not, well, not yeah, good. you just don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, you gotta. You, yeah. No, I completely understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, number four was look after your physical health. Don't wait until you're already old and sore. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'll go with that one. Uh, number five was don't waste time on negative people. I, yeah. I've wasted a lot of time on negative people. I tend to repel them now mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Well, I'm friends with you, so I'm screwed anyway. Yeah, that is true. But, yeah, yeah. Everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, number six, learn from your mistakes so you don't repeat them. A lot Again, of times, easy, yeah. Easier just, said than done. Yeah. It's good to get humbled early. 
oh, oh, in life. Yeah, yeah. Because then you're like, okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, save 10% of your paycheck. Again, if you have kids, it's much harder to do. That's very true. It is hard to uh, do, yeah. Get in the habit of eating healthy. Go on all the vacations you can. Boy, that doesn't really fit with a lot of the other advice. No, that's kind of a budget buster there, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and invest in property as soon as you can. Yeah, well, uh, that ship sailed. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, that. I, again, I mean, not all of us have money laying around, you know? No. No. To just go and do that, but no. those, those are the top ten at least, and uh, of the. I would uh, say get don't wait till you're like twenty eight to get married. Yeah, I depends on. I mean, the I, I, it depends the on. The, it always does, but I mean, as a rule, I think a general rule, do these things: get out there, see the world, do whatever, sow your wild oats, be a nut, do whatever, and then you know, by the time you get to twenty seven, twenty eight, you start to settle down. Not not too old, not to have kids or anything, but it's just. You know, enjoy life for a while. Get tied down to 22 years old, 21, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it depends on your goals in life, too, and right. who and it is. Yeah, I, and again. I I think my mealy mouth kind of middle ground here would be don't rush to get married. That's Well, that's true. Don't that's rush into it. How many, how many years should you date before you get married, David, in the perfect world in your world? Uh, my how wife and I, we dated six years. Before oh, that's, well, that's a long time. Man. Yeah, that is a long time. Well, if you haven't figured it out in six years, you're not going to. Right. Yeah. Well, that okay. I, I I might have had commitment issues, but <laughs> got that sorted out. Got I don't know, honey. Now. It's still the year four. I'm not sure if I'm ready yet. I don't know. I don't know if this is really going to last. I know we've moved like multiple states multiple times, but <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I feel like this thing is on a razor's edge. Okay. Six years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got to got by with it too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, we were busy. Man. We were two crazy kids. (laughs) News update on the way. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today grieving the uh, uh, Cowboys just absolutely rubbing at the hands of the 49ers. Holy smokes, Daddy-O. What was it, 42 to 10? Yes. Yeah, Super Bowl bound Cowboys, huh? Like, they're only down, what, 30, and there's nine minutes to go. Hey, who knows? Well, you know, you, know, you never know. You just throw in some right. razzle-dazzle, and you'll... You know, you know. You, and, and the, the thing is, man, you got to hate that as a network, because everybody's going away. They're like, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm done with this. Well, you're thinking, hey, this could be, like, a really good Sunday night football game. Yeah, you know, right. You got two I was. teams, and yes. it oh, was man. not. No, it Cowboys was not. Got exposed. Gosh, dang. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, it was. It was. It was not good uh, to watch that. Yeah, but I didn't even hang through actually the entire. No, I didn't either. Oh, I I'm, I got out, out with about eight minutes to go. Yeah, yeah it was like I'm see done. See you later. Yep. Uh, meanwhile, in more serious news, of course, what's going on in Israel uh, after Hamas invaded a portion of southern Israel over the weekend, killing at least seven hundred people. Uh, and nine U.S. citizens among the dead. Now, I'm hearing reports that some of the hostages are, I mean, obviously we knew that there was an international presence in Israel uh, because of the music festival and whatnot, and just not everybody in Israel is an Israeli citizen, but Uh there are Chinese nationals, uh, Russian nationals, and Americans who are among those who were captured and are hostages. Mm Mm-hmm. Which may be why Hamas is now coming out and saying they are open to truce talks with Israel. Yeah. Well, good luck with that one. No, no, we're not. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. 
We discussed nothing here. No. Yeah, there there would not be any discussion if I were running no, the show there. None no, whatsoever. Not after this. Nope. And it's it's not, you know, about just going in and indiscriminately killing as many Palestinians as you can. Of course not. But it is about finding this cancer and lancing it and removing it from the equation well, as no, efficiently not, as possible. You're threatening to execute hostages. Yeah. No. You're raping women. You're killing children. I mean, no. Which, no, we, there's yeah. nothing to talk about we're here. Not, we're not. We're yeah. yeah. No, no, there's no truce here. Yeah. You know, again, the the analogy that came to mind as I'm seeing all of this unfold is, you know, Hamas is basically some guy who walked up to Conor McGregor and kicked him right between the legs, and then is saying, "Now don't get crazy here, all right?" right. Well, yeah. Nope. No. You're in for an ass beating. No. That's it's, what yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it's gonna happen. And yeah. it's already unleashed. Uh, it is all, and it will continue. Uh, more than likely for a while, as Israel decided that uh, Hamas had effed around and needs to find out. Yeah, we'll see how much Iran wants to play around now, too. So Yeah. yeah I, I fear mean, that, too, because here, here we go. Yeah. Yep. So we'll be following the updates of that, of course, for the entirety of the week. I thought it was interesting. NBC News, uh, the way that they, they uh, framed the pro-Palestine pro-Hamas demonstrations around the country? Yes. Well, small but passionate groups of pro-Palestinian demonstrators. You mean the people waving swastikas? Okay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, those That's people. where we are right now in America. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. And, uh, yeah, the biggest story of the day is uh, the ongoing conflict and war that has been declared now uh, in Israel uh, so we'll bring you any updates on that. Also, a story that I've wanted to get to all day, but, you know, we've had breaking news, obviously, and some of this stuff doesn't seem all that important when you've got uh, horrors unfolding like we're, what we're seeing in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, the acting labor secretary can't answer a question about electric cars. And I want you to hear this, and okay. we'll be playing the audio here on the other side of the break. It is oh, good. phenomenal. All right. We'll get to that and much more. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. The Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There is Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is on special assignment today. He'll be back tomorrow. Uh, so, of course, we've been following the brutality of the terrorist invasion of, of Israel on the part of Hamas. Hamas is open to talking about a truce now, which I don't think they're going to get. <laughs> It ain't going to happen. No, not after you go in and murder nope. 700 people. No. Including women and children and people going to a damn music festival. No. No, I don't think it, I don't think the truce talks are of much interest right now it's to Net- the Israeli government. Netanyahu's going to give an update here before too much longer Yeah, on Israel and what's going on with their military. Yeah. Now, there's a guy named Mustafa Garguti who was a uh, uh, Palestinian information minister and currently runs a group called Palestinian National Initiative. And he straight up denied that Hamas was engaged in terrorism when they invaded Israel and slaughtered women and children. Uh, I mean, this recently? Yeah. This He's was, saying this today. This was on CNN being interviewed oh by Fareed Zakaria, uh, right. where he said this. What Hamas is doing is they're targeting... Now, that, that's Fareed Zakaria, by the way, just for okay. clarification. All right. Israeli civilians, women, children, grandmothers. No, they are not. Uh, is, that, is that 
Is that not a classic terror? Isn't that classic terrorism? They're not fighting the Israeli government. They're fighting ordinary people. That's one way of putting it, but it's not true. I think Hamas mainly attacked military establishments, military installations. But the question is how to end that. Will it end by attacking Gaza Strip another time? There is one way to stop any violence, and that is to end the Israeli occupation. And that is for the United States to be fair. Uh-huh. Okay. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. All right. Again, don't believe your lion eyes. Yeah. What you're seeing isn't true. Yeah, apparently a music festival is a military installation. I didn't know that. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. Small communities where parents are trying to, you know, become human shields to protect their children. Yeah, yeah. And elderly women are killed. But that's a military installation. That's a military installation. Got it, Jack. Grandma was was about to, like, send the nuke codes or something. This is... Nonsense. Some breaking news. Hezbollah now is firing on northern Israel. Yeah, they've been trying to expand the uh, war to having two fronts now. And I mean, it's it's on now. I I don't know a better way to put it. Yeah. So we'll be following those updates, of course, throughout the days and hopefully not, but potentially weeks uh, ahead here. Uh, Meanwhile, here at home, of course, the Biden administration has been pushing people to get electric vehicles. Like the that's the cure all apparently for all of your woes, uh-huh. uh, even though they're way out of budget for most of Americans, but they're offering tax credits to people who have the money to get an EV. So it is a handout by and large, a handout to the upper and middle upper class. Um, now I I I loved that somebody in the in the Biden administration was actually asked about that. Uh, CNBC asked the acting labor secretary Julie Sue about this. Saying, hey, you know, this is kind of a handout to the wealthy, isn't it? I mean, how does this save the planet? That makes no sense. Why is the government offering rich people credits to buy expensive cars? So a couple of things. Um, There is widespread support in the country for um, tax credits that will help to bring manufacturing jobs to the United States. Um, That's part of what we're trying to do. The other is that we do have a climate crisis, right? We saw record heat across the entire country. Oh, without a doubt. Can I just jump in? Without a doubt. I totally agree with you, but I just think we're conflating solving a climate crisis with driving really heavy SUVs that run on electricity. Are those two things part of the same story? Because I don't get it. If I'm driving an an electrified F-150, am I really saving the planet? (laughs) Right. Well, so um, we could probably have a conversation now about about personal choices relating to cars. I do think as a policy matter, the more that we can invest in um, industries, in manufacturing, including in transportation, that transitions us to a place where um, we're not, you know, we're not continuing to pollute the planet, right? We're con- we, we have a, a method by which we can both uh, bring down emissions yeah. and also create good jobs. Why the- oh, God. How insufferable are these people? Yeah, you got, you got to like the uncomfortable laughter, too, that keeps rearing oh, its yeah. ugly head there. It's like, yeah, we are actually just giving out. What did out she just say? Nothing. Nothing. That's classic McGurkin. It, it is McGurkin. It's McGurkin on a steroid scale. Holy cow. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a pretty simple question. Why are you handing out tax credits to the exactly. rich 
in order to buy vehicles that probably really won't, you know, save the planet or anything. Well, we're talking about investing and manufacturing and blah, 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 blah. Always go back to the talking point. So she'll fit in nicely. Um, I will say somebody's got to, like, dumb her down a little bit because that was way too coherent of a sentence, at least. Yeah, it kind of was. Like, Um, the basic sentence structure made sense. Yes, but the words didn't. Yeah. The structure was fine. Yeah. No, I don't even know why. Seriously, I sometimes wonder the waste of time even talking to some of these people. You're going to ask a question. They're going to pretend they didn't hear it or they're going to answer something you didn't ask. And they're just going to keep going back to it because it's all they know. Right. Or, yeah, at the very least, press them until they answer that question. We get nowhere. Yeah. I mean, people are against time constraints and whatever, and they can't have the time to answer. It's just so frustrating. Yeah. Golly. That's what they count on, though. You you have a certain number of questions that you want to ask as a reporter. And you just kind of move on because you want to get to whatever else you're you're supposed yeah. to ask. It's just that's that's insanity. Yeah, it is. All right, uh, you ready for your big trifecta? Yeah, Scott? let's go, man. All let's right, do it. Let's go. roll. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins, it's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. All right, it's the trifecta. We do it every day at this time. Top three stories of the day, according to Scott Robbins. Usually, Casey Kasem along for the ride. Not here today because he vacations with Markley. Yeah, if Markley's not here, Casey's not here. Yeah, it's he, in his contract. He doesn't do yeah. it. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he all right. Us, so, okay. So, number three, uh, you want to talk about J.B. Pritzker, uh, the governor of Illinois. One of the, uh, well, he's in the top three worst governors in America. Uh, over the Sunday morning political shows, one of them called Face the Nation, uh, Jellybean himself was asked if Chicago is going to be ready for the Democrat National Convention next summer, given all its problems, all the violence, crime, illegal aliens all over the place. Pritzker told Margaret Brennan that he needs federal help, by golly. Then he said something that showed his utter cluelessness in dealing with this. The Democrat Convention in Chicago next year, he said, someone needs to work in Texas with those border politicians and have them stop sending people only to blue cities. Hmm. Who might someone be, JB? Who might that be? Some supreme being that could swoop into Texas and dictate how to handle it? Yeah. Or could it be, perhaps, I don't know, Joe Biden and the Biden administration? It's the Biden crisis. Biden knows it. We know it. Everybody knows it. I think we know why now it's happening. But damn, man, what do you mean? It's not Abbott's responsibility to stop it from happening. No, I mean, they've, well, the Biden administration has come down on him at every turn. Absolutely. When he's been trying to do something to prevent the number of people yeah. crossing the border. So, no. Uh, no, the answer is no, Jellybean. Right. And they're going to embarrass your city and embarrass you. Now, you're going to have to do something. You're going to do a big sweep of the homeless so they're not out of camera shots of the city. I can almost guarantee you that. You're going to mayor daily the hell out of it when all the protesters were going to be there for the 68 convention and the war was going on. Hey, they all got pushed out. Get out of here. Nobody saw them. Uh, but, yeah, where are they going to do with it? I don't know. Not my problem. 
Not my problem. It's your problem, idiot, yep. because you were waving the white again, but the big flag. We're here, illegals. We're here for you. We're sanctuary city. We're not going to turn our backs on you, idiots. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, number two, it's the trifecta top three stories of the day, mm-hmm. according to Scott Robbins. Uh, number two, Kylie Jenner had to delete a post uh, supporting Israel, you're telling me. You know, me. I kind of feel sorry for these Jenner people sometimes. Why? I mean, I know, I know they're bad people, David. I get it. I don't know, because she put stuff out there, and she shouldn't. She's out of her lane. But this one wasn't the case. She shared a photo from the pro-Israel account called Stand With Us, which features the Israeli flag and reads, Now and always, we stand with the people of Israel. That's all she did. People lost their freaking minds, accusing her of uh, all sorts of ugliness. She finally took the post down, but it kind of gave us a peek. And it's it decided something we were probably looking at before. The pop culture socialites and the hordes of fans they have, they completely uninformed. They just They just know people have told them that the Palestinians are the good people, and Israel are the bad people, and they just react to that as some sort of oppressed person, and the evil government of Israel is holding them back, and that's what they do. They really don't know. Yeah. They they just hear their friends say that, and their peer group says that, so they scream up and down because they've got the big megaphone on social media, and so they went after her. And again, these people are not your friends, Kylie. If you think that they are, they're not. And this is, I think... In effect, the biggest one of the bigger problems that we have, particularly when you're trying to reach people who only get their information from people like Kylie Jenner yeah. and their ilk, right? Yeah. I mean, they're taught to hate something. They don't even know why. They're just told they should. Oh, and yeah. they just do. And you, I, know? you know, on that note, I'd kind of heard, uh, or I, I'm not kind of, I heard an interesting take, and I'm not completely on board with it, but I heard an interesting take about the both sides thing that's that's oh, yeah, being argument, put out yeah. there right is that if you had had someone representing palestine let's say it's hamas or anybody else attack a legitimate military target as an act of war or you know a political uh, uh stronghold or something as an act of war you could make you could try if you wanted to have the argument the nuanced argument about the long-running tensions and whatnot between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Sure. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. And you can have your opinion one way or the other on this. But, or on, on whether or not that was justified and all that stuff. This was not that. What happened over the weekend was them slaughtering people in just communities. Yeah. And music festivals. And, I mean, yes, some responding forces were killed as well. But that's not where the attack began. The attack began on civilians. Yeah. That is not a legitimate... Uh, uh, there, there, There is no room for any sort of nuance in this anymore. When you initially and purposefully attack civilians and take video of you raping them, of you killing them, or taking them hostage, and parading them around and having other people, you know desecrate the corpses of the people you raped and murdered yep that's not an, a military expedition that's not a military conflict that's an act of terrorism and so yeah so there is no nuance it's either you're pro that 
Or you're saying, you know what, Israel's got a right to to fight back here. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, you know, the faculty lounge discussions are gone at that point. I agree. Anyway, I agree. All right. Uh, trifecta top three yeah. stories of the day, according to Scott Robbins. Let's end on a lighter note. You want to talk yeah. about a bumper sticker. Yeah, one of those those long bumper stickers. You kind of got to, it's one of those deals where you got to get close enough to read it because it's so wordy, you know? Maybe yeah. not the most effective bumper sticker, but I liked this one. Guy sent it to me today. He said he was out driving the other day, got behind a Subaru. On the back, it said, I've been driving a Subaru for almost a month now. Is someone supposed to send me my coexist bumper sticker or does it just grow on my car? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that, that was a good one. one. Yeah, the Subaru with the coexist bumper sticker. We've oh, yeah. talked about the coexist bumper stickers before right. on this show. <laughs> the coexist, which is basically they don't want to coexist with anybody. Anybody, right? Yeah, no, no, not at all. Uh, all right, yeah, that is good. That is a good one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah I agree I like with you. The wordy bumper stickers can be a little dicey. Yeah, sometimes. they can be. You got to be careful. All right, yeah. we got Nimrods in the news coming up and a news update on the way. This is. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm David Van Camp. There's Scott Robbins. Jamie Markley is out today. You know, after the brutality that we've seen unfold in Israel the last few days on the part of Hamas terrorists killing men, women, and children, mostly civilians, you know what I miss, Scott? What's that? I miss having a U.S. president who basically would tweet in all caps, you do this and we will kill you, all yeah. of you. No. Uh, and then yes. backed it up by turning terrorists yes. into Hormel Chili. And gets the rabid pit bull secretary of state on to echo the same thing. Yeah. You say you screwed with the wrong people. I miss that. We're our, done with you. Our current president uh, is, what, having nap time today, apparently. Apparently, left early. Not even li- not even putting out a statement from the president's desk about nine American citizens killed. This is amazing. This is the, this is the guy is, that yeah. is running the country. Good Lord. You know, it's one thing if you have an elderly family member, just kind of like who's technically the manager of the family uh-huh. store, uh-huh. but really doesn't do anything, just kind of works part time. You know, if you're selling shoes or whatever, that's fine. It's not okay for the United States of America. No, how, my dad. My dad would have sent me to go mow his lawn. How deeply embarrassing is all of yeah. this? Yeah. Oh no, I agree with you. One hundred percent. Let's try to lighten it up with Nimrods here. Okay. Well, like we have had enough. When the going gets tough. Damn it! This is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Dan. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley Van Camp and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. <laughs> Well, uh, I, it feels like this has happened multiple times before, but in Nebraska, uh, some criminals broke into a vintage sh- uh, shoe store. They stole $20,000 worth of shoes, but they were all left-footed shoes because the right-footed <laughs> shoes were kept in the back. That's awesome. But they're just clearing out boxes. and Idiots. And I guess if you got a, a one-legged guy who <laughs> likes vintage shoes, then he's in luck. But otherwise, man. This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show.